Welcome to Energetic Influence, where we discuss energy in all its forms, including spiritual, and its influence on us collectively and as individuals. And now your host of Energetic Influence, David Houston. just wanting to briefly talk about magic. Magic and luck are the topics of the animation that's coming up or coming out. My goal is before December. The big takeaway from discussing magic is its relationship to being mentioned in the Bible. And one can look at various laws in the United States and probably around the world they're known as blue laws. They're laws that really don't seem to have much relevance in our day, but they're on the books. They're still basically in effect. And the idea comes from, or the notion is, well, why is it a law if it's something no one does any longer? Well, evidently, someone had performed these actions or activities in the past somebody decided somewhere they didn't like those activities or maybe they weren't productive for society and a law was enacted to prohibit or penalize or punish someone if they were caught performing those activities and so the notion of a law or a statute being put forth for something to be illegal or for something to be frowned upon or for something to be totally just do not do this, that implies that, for one, it was being done, and two, there's something behind it. And so in relation to magic, we have the notion in the world of magicians and illusionists, and those are mostly entertainment. In today's world, when you watch something on a screen, and I'll mention, well, in the past, usually screens represented a concealing something that was used to conceal or hide. And now we think of screens as something to view. But in the greater sense, what we are viewing may be actually concealing something larger. Not all the time. So when you do watch magic, or you have magic performed in front of you, say at a theater, or maybe a dinner, usually that's sleight of hand magic, deception for entertainment. And in and of itself, there's really nothing wrong with that type of magic, that type of entertainment. It might be better than most or some entertainment that's out in the world. But the magic referred to in the scriptures is not talking about sleight of hand, unless, of course, it was all sleight of hand and misdirection. But that's another topic. The assumption that we'll make tonight for this episode will be that the magic referred to in scriptures. And when I say magic, I'm referring one to the Egyptians and the magicians, and that's the translator's choice of words from when the uh, Hebrew people were leaving Egypt. Well, right before they left Egypt, where Moses was talking to Pharaoh and then the plagues and the magicians were able to replicate some of the plagues through their magical powers. And so those powers, those abilities, we ask, where did they come from? How were they able to do this? What did they know? 
we also read where the scriptures tell us to basically have no part in that sort of activity. And you have fortune telling, divining, contacting spirits, contacting the dead, speaking to deceased loved ones, or at least attempting to speak to those deceased loved ones. And we're told not to do so. Now, why would the God of the universe tell us to not do something if it were fake or if it weren't for real? I think what the purpose is, is to prevent us from getting involved in something we know very little, if nothing, about. And then when you take it further to the people that did practice those arts, such as the Aleister Crowley's of the world, and you can go do your own research about him and his activities, and what that led to, what it leads to in a lot of people's lives, there is some level of reality behind performing these rituals, performing these activities, and the notion that it's all entertainment, or the notion that it's just good, clean fun, well, that goes back to the stage magic or magic tricks that involve, again, sleight of hand or misdirection. Now, in speaking of misdirection, I use the magician analogy a lot when talking about events in today's world, that most news items that are prominently featured across every news outlet that is mainstream is usually a distraction from something bigger going on. And for a magician to say, keep your eye on my hand, keep looking over here, well, that's where your attention is drawn. Your attention is not focused on the hand that's doing the deceiving or the hand that's doing the hiding or the hand that's putting the pee under the other cup. So that type of magic we're not talking about. You want to be a magician, go be a magician. It's the other magic. It's the magic that involves seeking or contacting the other side, seeking or contacting through the veil. And the veil is a term used to indicate the unseen realm that we are not privy to with our typical five senses. And that does get into extrasensory perception or ESP. People that have the ability to do those things, I am not clear on whether that ability is a ability one should seek, one should entertain, one should look for. As I've read and learned and grown over the years, I would side more with avoiding all of it and not participating in anything that the scriptures would tell us to have no part in. Again, this is not me telling you what to do. You can go do whatever you'd like. That's the beauty of the freedom of speech, is I respect your right to do whatever you want, say whatever you want, think whatever you want, perform whatever you want. It's only when you involve a particular person or single out a particular individual or group that the freedom of speech does not work in your favor. I think the bigger picture with the scriptures and the prohibition on seeking to know the future, seeking to contact deceased loved ones, and the, the problem with that, I believe personally, is that 
ancient entities, fallen entities, get to pretend. They get to fake their way into being your grandmother, being your mother or father, being your lost spouse or deceased spouse. Because if they do reside, which I believe they do, in that unseen realm, I'm not sure if it's like a two-way or a one-way mirror where you can see them and they can't see you. Because if they can see us and we can't see them, then they can observe us all the time. They may know more about us than we ourselves know about each other. And for them to pretend to be a lost or deceased relative, well, they can sure fool you by saying what you want to hear, by saying things that maybe you and that other person only knew. Because you may have only discussed discuss that information between yourselves and no one else. But if that entity was looking through that one-way, two-way, whatever mirror, then they would know as well. Now, there's plenty of recorded events where a supernatural or unexplained event took place that saved someone's life. Or, and then there's plenty of scriptural reference where you know, God and his angels or messengers were able to interact with humans and avert danger, save someone's life. There's there's a lot of information on that happening as well. The point I'm getting at is if we're told not to do something, we should heed that decree, mostly because it's probably in our best interest to not do that. I'm all about making my own decisions. One thing that I've attempted to teach others in my life, and that is to learn from others' mistakes so you don't have to make those mistakes yourself. There are accounts where people do get caught up in, say, black magic or the occult. And just so everybody's clear, occult means hidden. It doesn't necessarily mean evil. You can have hidden good things. You can have hidden bad things. And it's just taken on a sinister when we hear the word occult, and believe me, there's plenty of occultic, hidden, bad stuff going on in the world, and I'm not going to take my time to discuss that tonight. There's plenty of documentaries and information out there on the subject. At the same time, there's plenty of information out there that would allow a person to get involved in these activities. Maybe there's a promotion of obtaining fortune or obtaining riches or is that what you want is that how you want to get it through those types of means that almost goes along with underhanded or behind the scenes political issues where corporate interests are discussed and decided on before laws are passed and the next thing you know your life has changed but somebody's making money somewhere and we're not going to talk about that tonight either but it does go on so I'll keep this short and just want you to think about the fact that if we're told to have no part in something, there must be something to it. If it's been frowned upon in the scriptures, and when I say frowned, I'm meaning like a definite saying, do not do this. It is almost, I would say 99% that it's for your own benefit to stay away from it. I heard some people discussing this very subject a couple of weeks ago, that if you think you could protect yourself by drawing a circle on the ground with some chalk. Well, that could be a very big delusion on your part. 
and you could be opening the door for something that you really don't want. So I just would encourage you to pray about it. Seek the Holy Spirit's protection in everything. Realize that the universe is much bigger than our finite senses will allow us to see, hear, taste, touch, smell. And that once you've been given a glimpse, and I know glimpse could mean visual, but a notion or glimpse into the bigger, more accurate size of the universe, both the seen and unseen, you realize how small we are maybe. And it's if small is not the right word, but just how much more is going on, how much greater the universe is. And I'm not talking about just in distances from, say, the Earth to the nearest star, because that's ridiculously huge. When you get into astronomical distances, it's really challenging to wrap your head around. And the same goes with the small. And again, this isn't a, I'm not going to talk about it tonight, but when you think about it on a large scale, it's enormous. And if you think about it on a small scale, it's equally as enormous. When you get into the atomic scale, is almost in relation the same as universal scale with how much empty space is between, say, a proton and an electron versus how much empty space is between the sun and the earth. And when I say empty, I know it's not empty. I'm saying that there's a lot of space between. Just wanted to say that if we're told to not have any part in magic, there must be something to it. And hopefully the new animation will be out very soon and I will let you know when it is. Y'all have a great night. Stay alert, stay vigilant, be prayerful, seek the Holy Spirit. If you don't know Jesus, ask the Spirit about Him as well. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.